This is research news from UIC, the University of Illinois at Chicago. Today, Dr. Saul Wiener, professor of medicine, pediatrics, and medical education at UIC, and a health services researcher at Jesse Brown VA Medical Center, talks about his recent study on the importance of patient-centered decision-making to improve healthcare outcomes. Here's Professor Wiener. My name is uh, Saul J. Wiener. I'm a physician uh, and uh, health services researcher based at Jesse Brown VA Medical Center, and I'm also a professor of medicine, pediatrics, and medical education at the University of Illinois at Chicago. Uh, in addition, I hold a appointment uh, as deputy director of the Center for Management of Complex Chronic Care, which is a VA research center of excellence. This project was the most recent in a series of studies that my team has been doing for a number of years. Uh, our interest has really been in looking at the relationship between physicians addressing contextual issues and patient outcomes. Uh, the project really dates back to my own experience supervising residents and finding that they were getting pretty good at following algorithms and at addressing best practices but that oftentimes there were circumstantial issues in patients' lives, uh, their preferences and their needs and so forth, that were really pretty essential to identify and address in order to come up with a good care plan. And oftentimes physicians would essentially miss these issues or maybe notice them but not recognize that they were critical to the care plan. And so that led us to a, a large study we did a few years ago that was actually also published in Annals of Internal Medicine where we actually uh, hired some actors to work as undercover patients. Uh, we called them unannounced standardized patients. And we set up scripts where they would essentially have to role play patients who had complex psychosocial issues and they would drop clues. So for example, they might come in and say it's been tough since they've lost their job and they would have a chronic condition that had gone out of control. And the underlying problem was of course that they couldn't afford their medication anymore. And we would look to see whether the physician picked up on that, asked about it. If they did, the actor would reveal that in fact uh, they were not able to afford their medication. And that, of course, would lead to the physician hopefully uh, uh, recognizing that they were on an expensive brand name drug, putting them on a generic, and so forth. If the physician kind of missed the boat, the patient would usually be sent out on a higher dose of a drug they already couldn't afford and weren't taking. So we became very interested in this phenomenon. The, that paper showed uh, that there was a high tendency of physicians to overlook context, even when we had actors really planting clues for them. The purpose of this study was to involve real patients uh, and to look at what happens in real encounters. So this was pretty challenging because we had to enlist hundreds of patients to audio record their encounters with their physicians undercover. And of course we had to find physicians who would allow us uh, to follow this protocol. Physicians were very gracious in willingly allowing us to have their patients audio record encounters at times when they didn't know they were being audio recorded. The uh, other challenge, of course, was that we never knew what was going to happen. Uh, we didn't plant clues. We had to see if, in fact, in these encounters after the fact, the patient presented with real psychosocial issues which were essential to address. One of the things we did after an audio recording was accomplished is we went and looked at the medical record and we had a very specific scoring system for looking for contextual issues. So for example, if a patient had missed a lot of appointments, we would consider that a red flag. 
in other words, it's something the physician should be asking about because it's clearly interviewing with the patient's care. Uh, conversely, if the patient has, for example, a chronic condition like diabetes or hypertension that's gone out of control, we would say that that's also a contextual issue. That's probably a sign that something's going on in that patient's life that needs to be addressed. So we would then listen to the audio recordings and see whether the physician noticed these problems and asked about them, or did they simply put the patient on a higher dose of the insulin or the blood pressure medicine they were taking. And of course, that would probably be unsatisfactory if the underlying problem uh, wasn't discovered and addressed. But one of the challenges with dealing with real patients is that we wanted this to be as scientific as possible. Uh, in the first study with the fake patients, we actually designed the cases. We knew in advance what would be good care and what would be missing the boat. In this situation, we had to design a coding system that had high inter-rater agreement. In other words, we wanted a system where multiple coders could listen to an audio recording and independently come to the same consensus about several things. Number one, was there a red flag and did the physician notice it? Number two, if they noticed it, did the patient reveal some issue or factor that was clearly relevant to their underlying presenting problem? And three, if that occurred, did the physician then address it in their care plan? And what we found is that there was very high inter-rater agreement in terms of whether different listeners and coders would agree on whether the physician had done what they were supposed to do. Now, the key part of this was that we then had a group of coders who followed these patients for nine months to see how they did. So, for example, if the patient came in with a poorly controlled chronic condition, we looked to see whether that condition improved. If they'd been missing a lot of appointments. We looked to see whether that's they stopped missing appointments. After that occurred, then a statistician essentially put the two data sets together to see whether those physicians, those encounters who rest contextual issues, uh, in those situations, did, were those patients more likely to do better? Were they more, more likely to have the underlying red flag issue uh, resolved? And what we found was that there was very much an association between uh, situations where physicians picked up on these contextual issues and how the patients did um, during the subsequent nine months in terms of that very specific issue. But I think what was intriguing about our study was that we were actually able to show that that relationship is real, uh, and that's not, I don't think, been shown before. And I think that what it really tells us is that the information that patients divulge during appointments about their life situation is critical to address and to take into account if we're looking for optimal healthcare outcomes. In this study, when we had real patients. In about two-thirds of the encounters, there were contextual factors that should be addressed. In 59% of those situations where there were contextual factors that were essential to the care plan, the physician actually made a contextualized care plan, and in 41% of the time, they didn't. And then uh, we also looked at outcomes in those situations, and of those 59% of cases where the physician made a contextualized care plan, there was a good outcome in 71% of those cases and a bad outcome in 29%. And you can compare that to the 41% of of the situations where physicians did not come up with a contextualized care plan, in those situations, the good outcome only occurred in 46% of cases, and the bad outcome occurred in 54% of cases. And when the statisticians run those numbers, what they find is that those are statistically significant, meaning that uh, there's a 95% or greater probability that that relationship is not due to chance. Dr. Saul Weiner is a professor in medicine, pediatrics, and medical education. For more information about this research, go to www.news.uic.edu, click on News Releases, and look for the release dated April 16, 2013. This has been Research News from UIC, the University of Illinois at Chicago.